The Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor, all day here. Week nine recap. Um, first and foremost, said a million times, I want to congratulate Jr. Michaela on a beautiful wedding day. That was amazing. Super happy for you. I um, I think I might have been the only one that got teary eyed in the building. The family, yeah, we, yeah, me, me and Jamie noticed the, immediately. <laughs> the bride and groom didn't even get any emotions. Besides, it was literally me. Um, that's very typical and very emotional. <laughs> Cry yeah, over the dumbest shit in the world, but. I will I will say we'll get to the game, but and we'll probably just I mean we could talk about the scenario that was going on for that game, but nightmare, te- terrible, terrible timing for the groom. We'll just say that. Yes, but in all seriousness, <laughs> congratulations, congratulations, guys! Beautiful wedding. But what we're going to do here is so the big games this weekend, the ranked on ranked, be covered. Just all the all three utter blowouts. Yes. They're not like literally not even close. Yes. They were over before it started. Yes. So we're going to rip through all the conferences, give an outlook of how everything's coming because we were down to about, I think it's four weeks left in the season. Yeah. And the way some of these conference like standings are right now, shit's about to get fucking crazy. Yeah. And then after that, we will go into the CFP rankings come out tomorrow. So we're going to give our predictions on that. And then. Give us a look ahead for next week. So we'll start in the ACC as normal here. Started off here. Connor Cash is in. Florida State, I think, was minus 20. Wait, 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 wait. We had early game. You're doing. You're on CBS. Oh, yeah. We, we did. got Because there's a team that we need to give some respect to that we did not give any respect to to begin this season. Yes, that was a Thursday night. Virginia Tech beats Syracuse 38-10 to and find themselves in the thick of the ACC race. Virginia Tech's going to fuck around and be in this race till the end. I, I mean, they're personally, I don't think they will, but they're, they're going to, they can, I mean, neck literally this weekend, they have a chance to know, fuck somebody's that's, up. That's also me just projecting a loss. Yeah, no, no, I get it. But I mean, they, this team is, this team is a totally different team since they made the move to drones. He looks like he's starting to get more comfortable. And I know this is a four and four team, but man, if they uh just want to quickly go back on their schedule. Um I mean play that Purdue game again. I think Virginia Tech has a chance to win it. I think that Rutgers game probably make that a lot more interesting. Marshall they probably beat uh, Florida State. I mean, you were pretty much outmatched that game, but pro- but that was when drones started to hit his stride. This is a totally different team. I mean, they're going to be a force, and they're going to screw somebody's chances up. It's not even that too, because like they haven't really beat anybody great, but 
Drones has looked a lot better than Grant Wells, and also the defense yes. has played very that well. That D-line is a force. Like, um, Syracuse had three points in the first half, and the and touchdown in the second half, I mean, it was basically just every, they were, everybody on VT was just playing back. And I don't know if this was just because like it was a Thursday night game or just because it was a night game, but that stadium was absolutely rocking. They have one of the better intros in or runouts to in college football, in my opinion, with Ender Sandman. That might just me being the true metalhead. No, no, it to me it is the best in college sports. But I mean, that place was rocking. I think there's a lot of belief that, like, hey, the records shows one thing, but this is a very competent team that just continues to get better and better each week. I mean, I thought that they were going to win. I didn't think they were going to thump Syracuse like they did. That was nice because we were both on the minus three. I think it got the two and a half, just kind of set the TV off to the side and just worry about everything else. Yep. Um, but like I said, Forest State cash for you, 41 to 16 against Wake Forest. Um, basically over before it started. It was thirty one or thirty four seven and a half. Yeah, Syracuse or I mean Wake Forest kinda made it a little bit interesting to start uh what was it, I believe, uh I think it was ten to seven for a minute there and then just completely stepped on their throat, didn't let them back in it, and yeah. Florida State's starting to hit their stride at the right time. Boston College 21, UConn 14. UConn covers the 14 and a half for me. Uh, Sprinkle on the money line was no good. They UConn, I know how we've been anointing Sam Houston, the best 0-8 team of all time. This UConn team might be the best 1-7 team of all time. They are just in every game. They just find ways to lose it. But also look out, Boston College is still... Jeff Halfley went from being fired to potentially... In the race. in Back into the race of the ACC. Yeah, hot from hot seat to ACC championship all in one season would be absolutely insane. I don't know if we're going to get there, but, I mean, five and three, I think this team has a very good chance to be going bowling and cashing the over on the win total for me. NC State 24, Clemson 17. Clemson is four and four. In another game very similar to the Duke game where they probably outplayed their opponent and outgain them, but I still st- find their way to lose another. Have you game. rewatched this one? Um, no, it was a lot of box score and team stat reading. Okay, because I I really wanted to go back and rewatch this game. I wanted it, it. Granted, I rewatched the blowouts, but that was just to see, like, okay, really was it everything that I was seeing from the box score? This is one that I haven't gone back and this watched. This will remind you a ton of the Duke game, where they probably should have won the game. But again, just found ways to lose it. I mean, cash the under in this game. I was all over you or North Carolina or <laughs> NC State. God damn, I'm all over the place. Uh, it was. I mean, we were literally in the reception, and I was just like, they could win this game. And then I'm trying to find the feed. Have to. I I don't know why. Like, have YouTube TV and. It wasn't until the wedding that I downloaded the app on my phone because this game was on the CW, which, yeah. again, keep betting dogs in like the CW games because shit just gets crazy in those games. Yeah, and uh, it's it's wild to see Clemson at 4-4 four and four right now, but... A hot take, they don't go bowling. 
Uh, I haven't looked at the schedule yet because obviously they have South Carolina. Um, I think they play North Carolina. So their their next game is Notre Dame's coming to Clemson. So they're going to be four and five. Uh, Potentially. They host Georgia Tech. They host UNC. And then they're at South Carolina. They could lose those first three games or they could win all three of those games. That's the tough one there. I don't see South Carolina being them. South Carolina stinks. And if there's one thing Clemson does well is at least get pressure on the quarterback and what can South Carolina not do and that is protect Spencer Rattler. No, I agree. I just... there. It would be hilarious. I'm no, not I would. It would be so funny. But I just... I, I, I don't know what this... I mean, I've been kind of like predicting this downfall. But, I mean, that, it does... Does Dabo really have it in him to get this team back? No, he's just, he's just it's what everybody's been preaching. He's going to have to learn this offseason. You're going to have to go in the transfer portal. You're going to have to learn NIL. Yeah, you're going to have to do all the shit. You can't just raise grown men anymore or kids and turn them into men. You can't do any of that shit. If you want to be the head coach of Clemson, you're going to have to win some games. You're going to yep. have to go in the portal to do so. In one of the bigger games, we talked, we previewed Louisville 23 Duke 0. This was a shit kick in the entire game. Riley Leonard played, but he was just he was not himself at all. And uh, Jawar Jordan for 163 yards, two touchdowns, just Yeah, of course after I say, "Oh, he might not play." Yeah. yeah. Louisville, I mean, Cashly under for me. Obviously the game this weekend against VT, but they're sitting in the driver's seat right now to be the other team in the title game. Yeah. Uh, oh, Notre Dame 58 Pitt 7. Yeah, uh, this pit teams maybe on quit watch, especially if you look. Have you have you actually seen the yeah, comments? I've seen it now. Yeah, uh, I, I mean Narduzzi's comments did not bode well with the team. A lot of players retweeting or quote tweeting them, and or is it reposting? What he basically said was that he did not have. The players. the players to win this football game. Exactly. And uh, something lot. you don't want to hear from your head coach. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, this pit team may be in trouble. Miami 29, Virginia 26. Another game where Virginia, this was an overtime. Virginia had a chance to close the game out in regulation. A defender drops the interception. Miami goes on the field, kicks the field goal. They go to OT and ultimately get the win here. It's crazy how this like new sign of life for Virginia has came through. Like it, they they're not the team that they have been like all season. These last couple of games, they win against UNC. They should have won this game. Like this team's a live dog, and it, it, they might not go bowling, but be I'll be damned if they aren't going to fight every single game. No, they're not an, they're not an automatic win anymore. Mm-mm. Um Georgia Tech 46, UNC 42. The old North Carolina has reared its ugly head. Haynes King 287 yards, four touchdowns. Um I'm trying to remember how much my, that money line cashed for me. And Georgia Tech is now 11 and 2 in Jo- remember oh, the the, re- the whole reason that I bet this was because they are ten and two against UNC in Atlanta now eleven and two. I I I don't understand what was it plus three thirty on the money line. What a hell of a live dog to hit! That is probably the 
That's def- the second. They're the first and second in our money line dogs that we've cashed because I have a seven fifty to beat Miami. Jesus Christ, that's and then right. They are three. Would you say three thirty? Yeah, that's definitely number two. I I mean I'd have to look at look up, but because no, I have de- that's definitely number two. I don't know. I think I've hit something better. I don't know. Not that we've gave out on the podcast though. Maybe because that's a big that's a big number. But yeah, I mean UNC just showing that they were complete fool's gold 6 and 0 I mean th- there's just something off about this team the defense has I don't know if it's they've ran out of gas like they used all their energy to be so damn good for the first 6 games of the season and now they're just out of it I don't know I know there was uh I didn't get to see it but uh, Tez Walker had a fumble on like a really hard shot that like knocked him out of the game that ultimately won it for Georgia Tech. But like this, sh- this was a situation you shouldn't have been in. I thought this was a much better team this year, and turns out they're not. And on the flip side, Georgia Tech is a game out right now. Some fucking way, this team that lost to Bowling Green. Somehow in has a chance to be in the ACC championship. They do play at Virginia and host Syracuse, so I do think this team could potentially go bowling. But when it comes to the ACC right now, Florida State's in. They have at Pitt and Miami is their two remaining ACC games. They need one to clinch a spot in there. Um, and then basically Louisville and VT have one loss they play this weekend, and then there's Georgia Tech, North Carolina, Miami, Florida, Duke, BC, NC State with two losses. So yeah, and it's crazy to think like the tiebreakers that Georgia Tech has. I mean, they have the tiebreaker over UNC. They have a tiebreaker over Miami just based on head to head. Well, they also like were so close. They were beating. I think they were up like thirteen against Louisville in Week One. Like if that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that way. game. Yeah, this. I mean, this Georgia Tech team is one of the weirdest fucking teams in the country. But uh, I mean, for just Virginia Tech's sake, I mean, if you win this game against Louisville, you're at Boston College. You have UNC or North Carolina, NC State, NC State coming to you, and then you're at Virginia. I mean, if Virginia Tech wins this game, I think they're they are firmly in there. Yeah, I would be utterly shocked if they beat Louisville at Louisville. No, I agree. But like you said, if they do. They have a really, really good shot of making it in here. And I, I mean, that defensive line can make, like, if they're able to stop the run and, like, put it on Plummer, like, mm-hmm. that's going to change a lot of things. What time is that game? If that's a late game, this is a layup. I would even cover the spread if this is a late game in Louisville. I didn't even look at it. This is Kyron. This would be Kyron. 3.30. 3.30, okay. Don't completely count them out. I don't want to touch the spread at all, but I would be shocked if Louisville loses this game. Owner of the Big Ten. Penn State found themselves in a dogfight. Penn State 33, Indiana 24. This was not a two-score game. Mm-mm. This was a dogfight from the start to finish here. Um, yeah, if it wasn't for uh, safety 
and a Drew Aller bomb. Like this game was a lot closer. Um, I mean, I, I, easy to say, just spot after the emotional loss to Ohio State. Like looking in the mirror, probably questioning yourself. Drew Aller's probably questioning like himself a little bit. So yeah, it was ultimate spot, and like this Indiana team, like despite what their record shows, they have been in so many damn games. Now at the same time, when you've been in so many damn games, that also means you were in a game with Akron. But yes, like the yes. Ohio State game to start the season, that Louisville game where they could have won. Uh, who else? Uh, I this game they played tough. Like yeah, that. For some reason, like Tom Allen may get fired, but his team's playing very tough. I mean, I would be shocked if he doesn't. This would have been a save your job kind of game. Oh, absolutely. But, but yeah, just falls a little short. Uh, Northwestern thirty three, Maryland twenty seven. Yikes! Maryland fuck. has a potential to go to a bowl game. You mean Northwestern or Northwestern has? Yes, a, Maryland might be on the verge of not making a bowl game. I mean four and four, but the, I th- I think they could. But uh, yeah, Northwestern and also potentially in the thick of that fucking West. They have Iowa at Wisconsin, host Purdue at Illinois. Okay, you could definitely win those last two games. And would it shock me come Sunday or Saturday if they beat Iowa? It would not. The line's five. Yeah, I he, I would not surprise me that game's going to be so fucking disgusting. But yeah, this this Northwestern team does have a lot of fight. Like the like we were saying with Virginia, this is not just an auto win. Nope. Uh, Minnesota twenty seven, Michigan State twelve. Barely cashed the under, but Jesus, this was a disgusting game. Uh, Nebraska 31, Purdue 14. Matt Rule has the Cornhuskers at 5-3 and three and sitting on top of the Big Ten West. I know. It's it's insane. Like, is he going to win the Big Ten this year? Probably not. No I, I still think whether he goes up against Michigan, whether he goes up against Ohio State, whether he goes up against Penn. Yeah, they might win the West. Yes. They're not winning the Big Ten. But the, you could see that he's building towards something. And, I mean, for Nebraska, I mean, what more could you ask? Open in the late spot, Ohio State 24, Wisconsin 10. Uh, should have beaten them probably by a lot more. Uh, McCord with a couple, two key picks, which, I mean, he hasn't thrown picks since uh, the Indiana game. But still, like, I've always worried that if McCord turns start like turns the ball over, that it puts Ohio State in a spot. But I mean that defense is just so fucking good that it it doesn't matter. You could put them in the worst spot and they'll find a way. And I mean, when you have the easy button, the best easy button in college football in Marvin Harrison, just makes things a lot easier. Obviously. Yeah, I do want to see more out of McCord. I want you know, we. I think all of the Ohio State fans in the world would l- likely say yes. We want to see more out of McCord, but at the same time, this defense is gonna keep us in games. Defense legit. Nothing really matters now until that 
uh, game. I don't Michigan. know. Just don't fucking look past Rutgers. Yeah, I, I just Rutgers can't score on them. If you score, I don't know if Rutgers is going to score against Ohio State. To be honest, I I gave my pr- score prediction at uh, work today. I would say, would you? I would say twenty-seven zero. I said twenty-eight-six. Yeah, that sounds about. So we're thinking on the same page. Rutgers isn't going to score. We love them, but that defense for Ohio State is too good. Um, when it comes to the Big Ten, obviously everybody knows it's going to happen in the East. Michigan saw us play Penn State, and then the OSU Michigan game. As from what I've seen right now, Penn State is not beating Michigan. I don't see any chance of that. It could happen, but... It is in Happy Valley. Yeah, in a whiteout, and some crazy things have happened. But Mm -hmm. until I see... And who knows with all the outside noise for Michigan. Yes. Granted, I mean, like like we said off the air, if if there was more perfect time for a buy, it was now for Michigan. So, I mean... Yeah, it it helps kind of control the outside noise and keep everything like in house. And this is this is a bounce back week for me, so I'm gonna like kind of jerk myself off when I can. Like Drew Aller, Drew Aller is Christian Happenberg. Like I said, like I wasn't amazed with the five star. I was thinking the same thing. He's until I see something out of him, they're not Peter Michigan. But see, and I just wonder if this is. If this is just how like Penn State is with quarterbacks, like their quarterback development does not seem like it gets any better. Like Hackenberg and Drew Aller were both five stars, and you didn't make them any better. Like we saw, we saw Sean Clifford and Trace McSorley both kind of have ceilings. Like, yeah, but but I would take Trace McSorley in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, Trace McSorley, Trace McSorley over all four of those guys that we listed. But this dude, Sean Clifford, like, is Sean? Is this really an upgrade from what they had last year? At least he can move. Mm -hmm. Drew Aller's just a statue. Yeah, Uh, but when it comes to the West, I mean that's just (laughs) wide open. Yep, Nebraska three and one, Minnesota two and one, Iowa two and one, Wisconsin two and one, and then last week of the season. Nebraska hosts Iowa in Wisconsin is going to Minnesota. The tiebreaker scenario is there. We're not gonna I'm not gonna dig into all their schedules. It's gonna come down to that last week, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean if you had to pick somebody that comes out, who would you say? Without looking at the schedule, just from what you've seen from every team so far. Like if you're asking me who the best team out of those four teams I still like lean Wisconsin. I have the schedules in front of me, so I'm going Nebraska. But it's probably between them two. I don't know if I can get all in on Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't know. And like, I think I'm done with Iowa. But like at the same, I I don't know because when you look at it, like Iowa out of. Like out of all these teams, Iowa has the best defense that is going to keep them in games. None of these teams, like, it, it's just like, it's it's weird. It's all about trust. And, like, if anything, I trust the Iowa defense out of any unit that we are talking about. Do I trust Nebraska's offense? No. Do I trust their defense? No. Wisconsin's offense? No. No. Like, it, it, when it breaks down to it, it's like, Iowa has the best side out of anything, but man, they are handicapped by that offense so much. And obviously, like the news kind of broke out today that uh, Brian Ferentz is resigning 
granted he's still gonna coach the rest of the season so all the iowa fans read that and got excited for like two seconds and then, like fuck. i mean either way was what's moving from the big 12 the big 10 west champions gonna get butt fucked in the final anyway so why does it really matter um to the big 12 kansas state just continues to be on this dominant run 41 to 0 against houston like utter ass kicking uh, I, I think they might be the second best team in the conference be the best um and to the big one to the con to the just weird scenario that happened on us for a saturday kansas 38 oklahoma 33 i mean it, so that was a noon kick yes yes it was a noon kick they had that lightning delay that kind of pushed it back a little bit for one kansas got off to a 14-0 start the lightning delay hits oklahoma kind of battles back well no um, it was no i think it was 14-7 well no at one point it was 14-0 yeah, at one point it was 14-0. When the lightning delay happened, I don't know the score, but... The, when the lightning delay happened, it was 14-7. to Okay. Then you had the scenario where Oklahoma scores right out of the delay, and then you have the kick that is touched, or... Well, the fumb- fumbled. That was a fumble. Yeah, fumbled, and then literally the next play, Oklahoma scores. And the weird and the weird thing was that crowd was going absolutely nuts from the start of that game till the weather delay. Then after the weather delay, like the crowd, like you could tell that a lot of people in the crowd left because of the storm. Yeah. Um, I will say Oklahoma's first touchdown was complete counterfeit because there was a clear strip and fumble recovery and they ended up rolling it forward progress, which was a joke. The Big 12 officiating just keeps getting worse and worse. Yes. Um, but what happened basically at the end of the game is Kansas takes the lead and then Oklahoma fights back, gets in, and then Oklahoma's dry, or Kansas is driving and we're like, it's timing up perfectly with the wedding. It's like four, uh, we have to be out there by 425. The wedding actually officially starts at 430. And Kansas gets stopped. They the drive was over and I was checking on my phone while I was like sitting or standing outside the venue like waiting to walk in while everybody else is seated. And I'm like, oh shit, dude. Can't, I told JR who was in Oklahoma, like, it's over with it. You won, buddy. And then he's like, nice. And I put my phone away, walk in, do the whole ceremony and everything. And then I after I'm done, I check my phone and my fiance is like, get off your phone. Kansas won. I was like, what? And I look on there. I don't know what if I got the timeouts wrong or the times wrong or what. I never. I still haven't gotten a chance to go back and rewatch it. But I had to be like, oh, Jr. Sorry, uh, Kansas won. Yeah. And he's like, oh, great. Yeah. So as far as from my standpoint, yes, all that was happening. Like even when Jr. was walking down, and all of you were walking down, I was still having my phone out. Jamie can attest to this because she's sitting right next to me and she's like, what's going on? Even though I know she had no idea what was going on. True. But, but she knew Kansas was playing, so we she knew which side to root for. But yeah, I it's kind of it's kind of a blur because like I was trying to get my phone out and figure out what was going on. I was able to literally see uh Neil Score the last touchdown with what? Time, how much time was it left? Uh, fifty-five seconds, and like, oh, so that now I do remember. Yeah, that drive after you probably saw 
Kansas ended up hunting. They had, I'm pretty sure they had either two or th- all three timeouts. They stopped, like, the one time that the defense bowed the fuck up, stop the run, stop the run, stop the run. Oklahoma has the punt, and then Bean just leads them on a drive. And then it, once, like, Kansas got into field goal position, you could, or, uh, they had a nice wheel route that ended up hitting up the sideline and it got them into the red zone. And then you could kind of tell the Oklahoma defenders were like, okay, we have to let them score a touchdown so that we could get the ball back. They kind of let Neil just like easily score the touchdown 55 seconds. I don't think Oklahoma had any time or maybe they had timeouts. I can't fully remember, but I literally saw the touchdown happen. And then that's when Michaela's music hits and I'm put my phone in my pocket and I like the whole time I'm like kind of trying to pull it out of my pocket, but be inconspicuous. I could not tell. And like my phone's on do not disturb mode. Cause God forbid you do not want to be, you do not want to be that person whose phone goes off during a wedding. But I was just trying to look, and then, like, once they kind of said I do and started walking down, I pull it out, and I see, and I'm just like, I was trying to tell you, like, Matthew, rock chalk. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. Kansas cashes as their money line dog. Um, we'll get to a team later in the show here that just – this was a leg in a couple big parlays that kind of broke me and Connor a little bit. But awesome, like – Two years I'm, ago, dude, this was a free entry. Yes, absolutely. I I was trying to go back. It may have been on my old uh, Twitter. Try to find the tweet about how they were just letting people in for free in that game. And to see, like, once you get the right coach, you, you can turn any program around. Yeah. And from, like, the looks of things, like, Kansas is really throwing their money into their football program this is no longer going to be a school that is just a basketball program and no offense in the new big 12 the big 12 may run through the state of kansas whether it is the kansas jayhawks or the kansas state wildcats yeah oh 100 and then the like lastly i don't want to hear this was like a fluke win or anything like jay they win this game more times than they lose. Jason this. Bean throws two picks in the end zone or two picks in the fourth they, quarter. They they really weren't. You know what won this game? Fucking Jason Bean being uh not being I, Justin. Well, not being Justin, but his legs like they were talking about it so much during the broadcast. I forget what he was so good at good at track, but he used his track speed, and once he gets on the edge. It's hard for any player in the nation to catch him. He is so fucking fast. He's honestly, I don't know if like quarterbacks in the future for him, but my God, if if I wouldn't be surprised if I turn on an NFL preseason game and it's like, oh, Jason Bean's getting work in the slot and yeah. is a, a dog. I think he actually could play. Like he could sign up for the Rams and be effective immediately absolutely but yeah i mean great win by kansas i mean this is everything that like we since we have been on the kansas wagon for two years yeah like the like we followed leipold and 
it's worked out for us. West Virginia 41, UCF 28. This uh, was a late add on the money line. Not yep, the live cash. dogs, but man, that was a that, no question. Yep, I gave this one out as well. I gave the plus seven out as well. But again, it's easy to look at it afterwards. But I don't understand why UCF was favored, let alone by a touchdown in this game. Like you're telling me on a neutral that UCF's four points better than West Virginia. Like I no, I think West Virginia's four points better than them on a neutral. Yeah. I did not get this line. Um, Texas 35, BYU 6. Fucking BYU can't cover 20 and a half and only got outgained by like 20 yards. Yeah, very like very weird how he outgained the team by or won this game by that much but only outgained them by 50. Like I don't even think it was uh, it 50. Excuse me. Uh, I don't think it, I think it was closer than that. But I'll go ahead. I'll look it up. But I mean, yeah. Either way, like yeah, B- BYU turnovers killed him. Slovis had two picks. Uh, also had a lost fumble. So yeah, I mean, this is what happens when you don't have good quarterback play. Keaton Slovis on the road. I gotta just get it out of my head. He's, he's yeah. He's serviceable at home. He cannot play on the road. Yeah. Iowa State thirty. Baylor eighteen. Iowa State man. One loss still in the Big 12 standings. I mean, it's weird how this team just keeps getting better as the weeks go. I mean, Matt Campbell, we went from, like, that OU loss, like, is this guy on the hot seat to now, like, they're kind of in the race for the Big 12. Yeah, then maybe the players are all, like, taking the money line. They're (laughs) like, we got to go out here and win this game, boys. Jesus. Um, Oklahoma State, 45 Cincy 13. Cincinnati's a dumpster fire, and Oklahoma State is red freaking hot. Yeah, Oklahoma State is not want to play right now. One game away from hitting that win total as well. Yeah, could we uh, just give, like, some, I don't, I don't even want to say praise to how fucking good Ollie Gordon is. 271 yards rushing. It's insane to look at, like, oh, you want to know what makes Oklahoma State so good? Uh, to start the season, uh, Gordon only had 44 yards against uh, Central Arkansas, 53 yards against Arizona State, 12 yards against uh, South Alabama. Then, in a loss to Iowa State, he had 121 yards. Then he had 136 yards. Then, against Kansas, 168 and then the last two games, 282 and 271. Like, Jesus. I ended up, uh, DraftKings has been having odds for the Bolitnikov and uh, Doak Walker. I got uh, Ollie at plus 900 before this game. And, and guess who has a very, very bad run defense? Oklahoma. Uh huh. We will get to that game we'll come Friday, but but yeah, I mean, obviously the big move of go- not switching out quarterbacks by the fucking drive and using probably one of the better weapons in the nation that you just happen to stumble upon basically kind of helps you be a competent team. Now, like Gundy was not looking good. Uh, 
especially after the South Alabama loss, and now this team is already bowling. They're six and two. Think about it. If they don't lose that South Alabama game, they could potentially be like well, they could be in the, like a playoff race. Yep. As far as the Big Twelve standings. Oklahoma with one loss, Texas one loss, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, and Iowa State also with one loss, and then Kansas, West Virginia have two. They're the only other two that I would even have a shot here. I think, um, it, I mean, the line starts, like what, like you said, at, the, at those three and two teams, West Virginia, Kansas, Kansas State, Texas, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Oklahoma. Those are the only teams that are in this, in my opinion. I don't, I don't really know. I know you love your BYU Cougars. No, 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 they're gone. Yeah, it's these seven teams. Yeah, and I honestly don't think West Virginia is in this either. I think Kansas is the only two lost team that has any kind of shot. I I, I don't know what's their what, schedule's easy. They have West Virginia. Or, well, no, no, no. I was more wondering. I mean, is West Virginia's really that hard? If they can beat Oklahoma at Oklahoma, which will be hard, but still, like your other BYU is coming to you. Like, no offense, love they West. Be fine there. Yeah, I love West Virginia because any of these. Uh, any of the new coming teams do not look good against the old school teams. Then you have Cincinnati coming to you. I get there that that's a little bit of a rivalry, isn't it? That's a blow. But no, no, no. I'm, yeah. And then you're at Baylor. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> it just really fucking sucks. I mean, I know it helped you win your bet there, but that they're one play away from being a one loss team. No, you're. Yeah, you are right. That I. If I could take it back, I yeah. would. But I mean that, that that money's already been spent. Um, I will have a prediction here. I I'm telling you right now, it will not be Oklahoma and Texas. One of those teams is not making it. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were saying neither one of those teams. Like, I mean, I still think there's a chance that both of them lose this weekend, and neither of them do make it. See, all right. So looking at, at Iowa State, like I don't really know. You host Kansas, like I, I know Ames is a different place to play. Uh you're at BYU, which like I know we talk shit about BYU, but BYU at home is a different team. I think BYU is gonna win at home. I still think BYU goes undefeated at home. But then you host Texas and then you're at Kansas State. That's I think there's a, some regression coming here. Yeah. Um so I think that I do think. What about Oklahoma State? I think What's Oklahoma it? State gets in. They're they host Oklahoma this week in Stillwater. Yep. Oh UCF, my God! At it, Houston, you, you have four, three games remaining and with the newcomers. BYU oh, is man. also at home as well. Yeah, yeah. I think Oklahoma State's in. Yeah. The only thing you got fear is like. Let down spot like if you are able to beat Oklahoma this week, then you could potentially have a yeah. letdown spot at UCF. But yeah, I think I I mean I just placed the future on Oklahoma State plus one thousand one hundred on Caesars to win the Big Twelve. Am I really that confident? No, because honestly, all of my tickets to win the Big Twelve are Kansas State and Iowa State. Um, yeah, I mean. It, it, if you're telling me a pick now, I really, I really have no idea. Because at the same time, if Texas gets Quinn back, that completely changes everything. Then I think there's a good chance that they are firmly in there. I, I, 
I I did maybe. I'm still just like not giant on Quinn. Like I, you know that I'm the biggest Kansas State guy, and I already do have a play on Kansas State money line in this game. That's more to cover like Texas futures. I'm not confident in them going to Texas. Pretty. I feel actually pretty good about it. I know the trajectory, but you also think you think down a lot on Texas. The one thing that worries me the most is the one place to get Texas is by throwing the ball. And guess what? As much as I love Kansas State, Will Howard, I don't know is going to be able to expose the secondary. Mm. Um, but then for Texas, like after that. You're at TCU. That's kind of a little brother situation. I will say, like, Iowa, being at Iowa State is tough, but like we said, the Iowa State schedule that they have remaining is going to, like, it's going to bruise them up. Uh, and then you host Texas Tech. Like, assuming you get, assuming Texas gets through Kansas State, I think they are, yeah. I don't want to say a lock, but I'd say, like, 75% chance that they are in. To the SEC, Texas A and M thirty, South Carolina seventeen. South Carolina's dude, it's, it's two and six. Yeah, six. not uh, not good. Don't know if Beamer's on the hot seat, but I mean, the, at the, when you're not at the top of the sport, you have these up and you you have those up seasons, and then you have those cra- crash down to earth seasons. This very much reminds me of like the Virginia of last year, where they're just the like you got good pieces. Not a terrible defense. Is you have no line. Yeah, that O line is just god awful. Uh, I want. I'm starting to wonder. Can Rattler be back for one more season? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think he's only a junior. Yeah. I don't know. He, uh, well, he COVID was his first year starting. Yeah, he can definitely. He would be a senior this year, but he could come back with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Because no, he was two seasons at Oklahoma, and this is his second season at South Carolina. So. Yeah, makes sense. Auburn 27, Mississippi State 13. Cash that one. Uh, we had the five and a half from Auburn. Mississippi State, not kinda, good. Just a just a letdown spot. And I, I still don't think either of these teams are good. No. Um, oh, one of the big ones here. Georgia 43, Florida 20. Uh, I'm starting to question, uh, has Georgia flipped the switch? I just think they can probably do that whenever they want. I mean, no... Brock Bowers, no fucking problem, I guess. Uh, Lad McConkie is a dude. He's going to be great on the Patriots. Uh, six receptions, 135 yards, 22.5 yards per catch, and one touchdown. Uh, I will say, like, for Florida, you had a very, very well-scripted first drive. And I know, like, the fans are probably saying... Oh, you tried to get too cute. I don't know if you saw the fourth down play that they tried where uh, snap. The, yeah, they snap it snap, between the quarterback's legs. And then ETN was even trying to throw it, which come to find out, oh, he's a lefty throwing the ball. Uh, here's the thing. like I understand getting too cute, but that also was Billy Napier actually trying to win this game. He wasn't going out there to, oh, let's just keep this close. We're just going to punt 
and like kind of show mercy and maybe Georgia will go easy on us and it it won't be that bad of a blah. No, he was actually trying to go for the win and in those situations like he you the margins like are giant at that yeah. point. And I actually do appreciate a coach doing that for once. Now it might lead to you getting fired. So you do have to understand. Oh no! It leads. It either leads to you getting absolutely blown out, or you pulling off the miraculous. Uh, Tennessee thirty-three, Kentucky twenty-seven. Um, Tennessee was just all fool's gold. Didn't play anybody. It's three straight losses. Tennessee six and two. I, did they? Was it this week? No, this Missouri and Georgia are this weekend, correct? Yeah, it's uh, next. Okay, um, and then to close it out, Ole Miss thirty-three, Vanderbilt seven. Old, the Rebels seven and one, just kind of under the radar. Situate the. To be I mean, they could have, if Pratt isn't hurt, they lose to Tulane. That is very, very possible. Um, there's really not a lot to break down when it comes to the standings. There's a couple games that really matter. Like this weekend, Georgia plays Missouri. Yep. Um, Alabama plays LSU. Yep. We will learn. I will cover that next week. Is when it, it'll be way more wide open. We'll understand what's going. Yes. On. Yes. Into the Pac-12. Oregon 35, Utah 6. Just utter, utter ass whooping. Yeah, kind of. I had a like, hard lean on Utah. I did not place the bet because the wedding was about to start. Thank you, JR, for getting wet, married this weekend. <laughs> um, I mean, like I talked about when we broke this game down, I just think this Oregon team's on a different level. I'm honestly starting to wonder if this team is the team that comes out of the Pac-12. Like, I know that Oregon lost to Washington. But it was kind of like a scenario when I talked about the Texas-Oklahoma game. Not sure if the better team won. Like, Oregon, on an all-around standpoint, is the best team in the Pac-12. Washington, yeah, they have a pretty good offense. That defense is starting to get exposed a little bit. Um, Yeah, I ended up cashing out of my Washington national championship futures and honestly if i could sell all of my washington stock i would immediately be buying oregon right now i think oregon is the best team in the pac-12 yeah you never really know though because like there's times like last year where like usc lost to utah the mm-hmm. first time and it was a lot of fluky things and i'm like dude when they play in the pac-12 title game this is a blowout and then what happens is this team just has your number you yeah. still have to you can you can project what happens we still have to do respect what happened on the field no but as you were saying utah or oregon is after that loss is just looking incredible since that game has happened one team's trending very much up and the other team's starting to trend down looking gassed uh usc 50 cal 49 cal goes for the win i Fuck, love dude. it you want to talk about this would have been better bigger than georgia i'm pretty sure this one was plus 370 on the money line. I had Cal live dog. Oh, the first the one George Tech was seven twenty. Uh well yeah, okay, no, 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 no. This week's Yeah, this week's Georgia Tech was plus three thirty. This was plus three seventy. God damn it. Cal kind of fumbled this away. They did. And they were firmly in the driver's seat of this game and just completely fumbled it away. Don't blame them for going for two at the end. No, you have to. 100%. But, yeah, USC USC is very fucking lucky. I will also shout out to Cal, the fans of Cal, because that place was rocking and packed. Mm-hmm. The most I've seen at a Cal game in a long time. Yep. Obviously, circumstances is the last time they play. 
But um, Washington 42, Stanford 33. My boy Ashton Daniels coming out of the woodwork, 367 yards, one touchdown. Yeah, don't let this uh, score fool you. This was a lot closer. I mean, it was still at nine, and you let Stanford score 33. Yeah, uh, like we said, Washington just starting to trend in the wrong direction. I know Penix still put up numbers, but this – this defense not what we thought i'm honestly surprised like looking back on it that they only held oregon to 33 was it yeah i'm not giving up on washington by any means but i uh, i don't know i will say i did find it funny that Penix actually jumped over mccarthy after well because i think he had a week well, that in Penix, Penix is against Penix against Arizona State. Yeah, that wasn't good because I don't think he had a single touchdown. This one, he at least had four touchdowns and I think well over three hundred yards. And then lastly, UCLA twenty-eight, Colorado sixteen. But do you know what's going on with Dante Moore? Uh, like significantly out. Like I haven't really. No, he was on the bench. Uh, I mean. They kind of made, I think in this game, they made the switch from, yeah, they went from, uh, no, they didn't. Well, Garbers, he did fairly well. And then there were a couple times that I saw uh, Schley in there. He ended up having a rushing touchdown. And, like, I only had this on the one of the small screens, so I wasn't, this was by the time I had gotten home from the wedding. But uh I wasn't fully paying attention to this. All I know is Travis Hunter, fucking dog, two picks, and yep. he's just absolutely insane. Uh, yeah, I don't know about Dion's comments about his offensive line, but, yeah, I mean, this offensive line is just not good, and yeah. they're not giving Shadur any opportunity. And if Colorado wants to have any shot of winning these games – it's going to have to be offensively for them to win these games. They're not definitely not doing it with that defense. No, I was just making sure that was out there because I'm not going to let the media just tear down Pat Narduzzi and then the Dion stuff's getting treated a little bit differently, basically saying we're getting new linemen. I'm telling you right now, if I was starting, I would just let them tear Shadur Sanders up. So my coach told me that. I would just turn around for the first two plays. We'll say so they did get one of the uh, top JUCO tackles. To oh, good. commit. <laughs> so, no, no. So, they'll be the guys will still commit. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying if I'm on the team now, no, I'm no, I agree. Screw you, coach. I agree. Um, let's rip off these group of five ones here. Well, hold on, you missed a couple games. In the Pac twelve? Yes. Which ones? Uh one that, off that I must have missed them on there. Uh well one I'm pretty sure you're trying to ignore. Oh, I, that's a giant one. No one's well, gonna break my the heart. First, well, and I okay, still break. We, yeah, we're gonna you're gonna break my heart, and then we'll break. And I still your have hearts. to break down the conference too. Yes. Oh, here it is. Okay, I must not score down far enough. Um, yeah, let's do this one first. Arizona twenty-seven, Oregon State twenty-four. Live dog. What is going on in Arizona right now? Noah Fafita. That is what's fucking happening. That like, there's absolutely no reason for them to go back to Delora. No. Noah is firmly in the driver's seat of this team. Delora was going to be a hot name in the portal this summer. I don't I don't know cuz Delora also was a transfer from Wazoo and he was there for a minute. I think he I'm not 100% sure but I think Delora may be out of eligibility. But yeah, I mean, Fafita obviously for being um what year is he? Oh, was a true freshman. Uh he is just getting better and better. This team is a lot of fun to watch. So, yeah, uh, Arizona, 
I mean, they're kind of in this race a little bit, I believe. Yeah, they are. Um, kind of like I said, though. Like I was like, I don't really want to bet this game because I have money. The money's on the future anyway. Mm-hmm. But this was the side I would have loved to take. Oregon State's just not the same team away from Corvallis. But uh, Jaden Delora can play another year of football. Okay. Um, and lastly, Arizona State 38, Washington State 27. Oh, my God. Washington State 1-4 and four in the Pac-12. Yeah, it's not good. Um, yeah, this is, this kills me because this is a team that I've loved so much. Um, just eh, 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 granted, like Arizona State, possibly the best two and six team in the nation. Like I, I don't know what Kenny Dillingham is doing there, but this team fucking fights everyone. We we I'm pretty sure we said the same thing last week. And guess what? They finally got the upset with beating Wazoo, and it fucking killed me. Yeah, when it comes out of the race, I mean, Washington's obviously got the, no losses, and USC, Oregon. They're going to settle theirs. And then Oregon State and Utah, Arizona, and UCLA, I guess you can throw in there at three and two. But I, I'm fairly confident this is Oregon and Washington that's going to meet in the final. Um, Oregon State does control its own destiny, but they would have to win. At Austin. At Oregon, mm-hmm. and they they host Washington as well. And I'm even nervous about Colorado this weekend. Them being at Colorado, just to see what Oregon State does, like away from home. So I I'm holding out hope for the future that I have the 15 to one. But this is Oregon and Washington. We're gonna get a repeat, in which kind of want as a if money wasn't a thing, that's what you want to see mm-hmm. anyway. Um, to the American FAU 38. Charlotte 16. Um, I don't know the all the details you were kind of filling me in on. I saw the article, but Charlotte could be definitely on fade watch. A ton of players got suspended from this team. Yeah, and it wasn't like suspended for like off-field shit. It was literally because of like Biff believes that they weren't given their full effort. Yep. So kind of kind of calling out your own players. So, yeah, I mean, the Charlotte team wasn't good to begin with, and now because of this, like, who fucking knows? SMU 69. Nice. Yeah, I was like, Sorry. <laughs> you always I, do I was... Tulsa 10, just utter blowout. Tulsa stinks. SMU's eh. walk their way to the American title. Yeah, game. they will. And, I mean, I think they're going to – like, I know you don't believe in them. I think this team – I will not – don't don't not believe in them. They just haven't been tested. No, I agree. Like if you look at their schedule, yeah, it's a lot of two win teams, three loss teams. They give Oklahoma a run for their money though in the non-con when they were still trying to just get things started. But yeah, it seems like I understand it's lesser opponents, but Preston Stone really seems like he's got this offense humming. And like you said, they're walking to the American Championship where they will play their first test in Tulane, and we're going to see what this team's made of. If there was going to be a slip-up, it would be against this team here. Memphis 45, North Texas 42. That's probably the next, the hardest test they're going to get all season long. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, thank you, uh, North Texas, for never, ever, ever being out of an over. I swear, this uh, it was... Uh, 31 to 10 at half and I'm like I don't know how we're going to get the 68. Oh fuck. North Texas turned it on in the it was mostly in the fourth quarter like turned it on got almost came away with the win. But 
yeah, Memphis, North Texas, thank you for that beautiful over. Um, Tulane 30, Rice 28. Kind of a blowout for a little bit, and then Rice 21 to 3 in the second half to get the yeah, game this, close. Yeah, this is like the game script for ever. Like, Tulane's kind of the reverse of what we were saying last year with Michigan, which was uh, take the fade Michigan first half, take Michigan second half. They're the reverse of that. Take Tulane first half, fade second half. Like every single week, it seems like we this game was closer than it seemed. And then lastly, fucking ECU, For, UTSA forty-one, ECU twenty-seven. ECU scores with thirty seconds left to cover the eighteen and a half points. Devastating. Um, we'll say on the flip side for me, you. Uh, ECU win total under cashed. Yep, and Mike Houston, you're a dead man. Yep. Um, Conference USA, no games on Saturday. They're the weekday teams right now. They got a couple this weekend, though. But uh, Jacksonville State 41, FIU 16. Uh, you're missing Tuesday games. I'm just going in order here. Well, um, we kind of covered the Tuesday games. A little bit. UTEP 37, Sam Houston State 34. We didn't do this one. Sam Houston just find ways to lose. Um, it's, it's borderline hilarious. Liberty... 8-0. They beat Western Kentucky 42-29. They will probably re... Oh, they're they're firmly in there. No, they are. I'm saying Western Kentucky's probably going to meet them in the game unless New Mexico State, who beat... Well, yeah, New Mexico State's like in the driver's seat right now. Well, I they believe. still have to play each other. Yeah, I get so that. So if North, Northern... I don't don't, de- don't doubt Diego Pavia. Yeah, they just... Diego pissing Pavia. <laughs> they somehow just continue to do it. Now let's go to the MAC. We got Maxion this week too. Starts tomorrow, but over the weekend, was there any? No, they didn't have it because everybody's. There's only two games. Yeah, they're gearing up for it. Uh, Western Michigan 45, Eastern Michigan 21, um, and then OU Jesus. might be dead. Miami, yeah. Ohio. 30. It, it, it's over. It was fun ride OU, but man, it's crashing down to earth. Hard. OU 16. Yep. And then we're gonna have to get to it. I didn't want to do it. It's just we're gonna have to. Um. Uh, let's just get this one out of the way. Boise State 32, Wyoming 7. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I had a four-team money line underdog parlay and a five-team money line underdog parlay. Connor had one that was, I don't know how to calculate the units. It was five to win, like 650. Hold on. I could pull it up. That all busted. All of mine were like $5, but they all one paid out 275 The other paid out 535 All one leg short. And that was yeah, Wyoming. mine was a uh, plus... 12819 five to win $645, which consisted of Kansas, Arizona, North Carolina State, or and why do I keep calling them North Carolina? NC State money lines, along with Wyoming money line. Yeah, that one killed it. Wyoming's a different team away from home, but still, I did not expect this. Yeah, I mean, we love this. We knew... This fucking stunk out loud. We didn't care. We thought they were the better team. And obviously this was a situation where Vegas knew something and we just laid in the stink. Yep. And of course this was the last leg mm-hmm. too. You had Arizona, so that yep. one wasn't. I Like I told you at the wedding, I'm like, I swear to God, if Arizona ends up winning, I'm going to be so pissed. I was just at least hoping Boise could like fall down early and I could have a hedge spot. There just wasn't anything that could guarantee me to make money. So I didn't even take it. Um, San Jose State. Oh, I'm out of order, but it's all right. San Jose State 35, Hawaii 0. 
um, under blowout yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, San Jose State is a different team. Nevada gets their second win in a row, beating New Mexico 34 to 24. New Mexico That was State's, convincing too. New Mexico's quarterback, I think, threw two pick sixes. To, yeah, I'm pretty sure the start of the game it was twenty two to nothing. Yeah. And then Air Force, eight no, dude. Thirty to thirteen in a like a snowy did early you see October what, game. Did you see what was happening in the game though? Colorado State to start the game only had two penalties. Granted, they were for 30 yards because they were unsportsmanlike conducts because fans were throwing snowballs onto the field. Good. Good. Because that's probably what ended up killing my... I ended up betting at the wedding. I took the points with... It got to 14 and a half. I'm like, it, the, the line moved five points. Like, at that point, you have, I'm betting the other side here. Mm-hmm. Um, to the Sun Belt, Georgia Southern 44, Georgia State 27. Georgia Southern pretty much controlled the game the entire way. The second half, it kind of got dicey for a second, but they were able to pull away at the end. Um, App State 48, Southern Miss 38. Arkansas State gets a win here, back to 4-4. Four and four. They're low-key from being what we said was like the worst FBS. From game. losing 77 to nothing. Could make a bowl game. Yes. Um, Louisiana 33, South Alabama 20. I did, did not even know this game happened. To me. Yeah, that I was... I mean, I didn't have anything on it, but... It's tough for having like South Alabama futures. Coastal Carolina thirty four, Marshall six. What a turn of events! Marshall might not make a bowl game. Yeah. Um, Troy thirty one, Texas State thirteen. Texas Rough. State just lays these eggs. Troy's. Well, Troy is a very very good team. Troy doesn't get enough attention from us as no. a contender in the. No, they. I mean, they are firmly in the race. Or firmly at the top of the race, I'm pretty sure. And then lastly, James Madison, 30, Old Dominion, 27. Yeah, Old Dominion made this game a little sketchy. They just, they're not nearly as bad as I thought they were. Nope. They nope. won the portal very hard. Nope. All right, so you want to do our predictions here for the college football playoff, which will come out tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow, I believe it's 730. Uh, we will have our first college football playoff rankings. Now, I did mine in the way I believe it should be, not the way it's going to be. I don't know if you did it that way. I, I mean, just how it's going to be how I view it. Okay, let's go one by one. So I'll okay. kick it off you first. One. Yeah. Georgia. I have Ohio State one. Really, I am. I mean, shocked. because I'm honestly, I, I see the graphic all the time. By it was literally happening this weekend, and I'm like. How does, like, I'm an Ohio State fan. Like, I don't know if we are the number one team in the nation. I do my, the way I rank teams is off your resume, not what I've seen on the field with your blowing out bad teams. Because my, the way I view it is it's going to settle itself out eventually. They've beat Notre Dame. They beat Wisconsin. They beat Penn State. I don't think any other team in this race has three better wins, but no losses. Okay, your number two. I have Michigan. I have State. Really? Again, going off of wins. They have a win over LSU. They have a win over Duke. It's li- it's literally what my what I my brain would want to have it or my heart would want to well no, my money would want to have it at okay. but number three. Number three, I have Ohio State. I have Washington at three. Okay. I respect it. And then number four? I have Florida State. I have Georgia. I do not have Michigan in the top four, nor should they be in the top four. Have, oh, you're putting your foot down. They They're no good fucking cheaters. Get them out of this fucking playoff. I think they'll be in the playoff, but I don't think they've beaten anybody. 
I don't understand why. If it's based off your resume and how you've looked, I don't care if you're beating teams by 40. They stunk. You haven't faced the top 60 offense yet this season. You're not a top four team in the rankings right now. You will be there. I think you will be there. It will settle itself out. Okay. Um, that was, that was my fifth team. Oh, that was your oh fifth. Fifth was Michigan. All yes. right, my fifth, Oregon. Okay. And then at six, I have Washington. Okay, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. You can't. No, I. I'm going. This is what I believe. I believe that Oregon is the better team. I understand you could have the head to head. I understand they that. They played each other. That I understand sense. that. And that is a couple of coaching decisions away from Oregon winning that game well, and possibly winning that game. I'm glad you're not in charge. Well, I'm I'm sorry, but from what I've seen since that game, yes. who is the better team? It's Oregon. I agree, but they shouldn't be ranked ahead of them. Michigan's better yes. than the Well, I'm this is my ranking, so fuck your opinion. And then my last team was Texas, and I hate Texas, but I'm putting them. So I have wow, this Alabama is, behind. This is big of you. You like are all over my future. I have Alabama at seven, and I have Oregon at eight because they have zero real quality wins. I had Air Utah Force. At, I had Air Force at seven, and I had James Madison at eight. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't go as far as seven and eight. Like. But here, okay, then here's the flip side real quick. If you ask me what it's going to be, I do think Ohio State is one. I think Georgia's two, Michigan is three, and I would say Washington's four. I think I uh, think, four to state four, Washington five. I think it's what mine was, but just Oregon and Washington flipped. Okay, because I think I will it, say Georgia, Georgia one, Michigan two. Because I mean that uh, granted that is the easy one, and I will say. When the committee usually has their first rankings come out, that's when I mean that's when the rankings look weird as fuck. That's when you have Mississippi State as the first number one seed in the college football ranking. Ole Miss is number two. So, (laughs) but yeah, I I mean, even there was the year that for some reason, like Texas A and M with like three losses or. Yeah, I think it was three losses Texas A and M had, and they were in like the top ten. Yeah. Um, that Trevor Trevor Knight team. Can I give you a tricky one? Huh. They they won't be near there, but they, people will be shocked to see where they land. I heard this on another show, and I was like, you know, I didn't think of that, but you're probably right. Ole Miss is going to be a lot higher than what people think. Are they wins over Tulane and LSU? But in uh, one loss to Alabama, they're going to be higher. I'm not saying they're going to be in the top. They'll be top ten. Yeah, but they're going to be higher than if what you you're think. doing that. It's like, all right, that was Tulane with their backup quarterback, and there's reason to believe that if they had their starting quarterback, Tulane could win that game. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, they're probably going to be in the top ten. Do I agree with it though? I don't really know. But granted, Ole Miss is going to have their like oh, day yeah. in day in court in two weeks. All right, one last thing. Hmm. If the freaking playoff committee does what the AP poll did and put Louisville, who has one less loss than Notre Dame, and also beat bent them over and took them to the woodshed and have them rank behind them, that is a travesty. Uh-oh. The CFP committee, do not make that mistake. We'll see what happens. All right, want me to get to the look ahead now? Yep, look ahead, and then we have some picks for the weekday games, and we're out of here. I don't know if I have any picks on the weekend. Oh, may- well, maybe. I don't know. Uh... So looking at some of the games that we have this week, uh, I believe this is Thursday night. We have South Alabama at Troy. I mean, like we said, Troy is 
one of the better teams in the Sun Belt, and this will be a good test against South Alabama. Uh, Friday, we have Boston College at Syracuse. I think this is going to be a good early game in the ACC. Like we talked about, Kansas State at Texas. Texas A&M at Ole Miss. Notre Dame at Clemson, who's trying to get off the mat. Army at Air Force. Love it anytime we have the service academy schools going up against each other. Mizzou at Georgia. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. And possibly the last bedlam that we could have for a while. I will say both teams kind of got like a little knocked around. One ended up losing. But still, Penn State at Maryland could be a spot maybe uh virginia tech at louisville james madison at georgia state i know that jmu cannot play in the sunbelt championship but they're still going to be a fun team to watch in the sunbelt and going up against georgia state will be a fun kansas at iowa state byu at west virginia mormons versus meth heads uh georgia southern at texas state Washington at USC, LSU at Alabama, Miami at NC State, Oregon State at Colorado, Boise State at Fresno State, and ending it with UCLA at Arizona. Just one of the best late slates that we have had in a good amount of seasons. Yes, we this, this slate is... Incredible. We are going to be watching the games from midnight or noon to midnight um, to the weekday games. Do you have any spots here? You uh, point out. I, to be honest, with you, I haven't looked a lot at the MAC games early on. I'm gonna. I mean, I what, mean, it, it's hard for me to know the trend of maxion unders or maxion overs because bli- <laughs> blindly betting maxion overs does hit. I don't. It's gonna be really hard for me to blindly bet an Akron. Well, you, you, I tell you to blindly bet anything, and you're always hesitant. You, you're not a true gambler like me. I, I <laughs> want to make sure I, I, I always want to make sure it's the right. No, one. I agree. It's dumb as shit, but I also tend to do dumb as shit um, stuff. Early lean here. I'll probably lay the points with Akron hosting. Oh, Penn State. that is one bet that I am on. I both teams stink, but just again, now I'm just yeah. Akron, just lay it. I'm being a hypocrite because I'm telling you to blindly fade against Kent State. Um, oh, the one I, the only one that I've already bet is I took the, I laid the points of Texas Tech against. Um, against TCU. Um, TCU is a completely different team away from home, and, and they're that also under, not really good at home. That over went the right direction. I'm almost half tempted to, because I'm pretty sure when it opened, it was 59 and a half, and it's at 58. I've thought about it. I'm, yeah, there's nothing There's nothing really that, during the week that I'm confident to give out, but granted, I'm going to end up betting some Yeah, I'll shit. probably end up, I wouldn't give it out as a lock, a good lean here. I'll probably lay the points of Wyoming in Laramie against Colorado State, just because how good of a team Wyoming is at Laramie. But. Yeah, if, I mean, if I had to lean anything... And they should owe us. They should do something for me. If I had to give out any pick, um, I w- maybe the under in the Duke-Wake Forest game, 45. Oh, I am on uh, Boston College money line. Okay. Yeah, because Syracuse stinks. Line's two and a half right now. I know. But we will be back Friday with a pick for a loaded Week 10 slate. Till then, we're out here. Peace!